Hey, Paul. Hey, Fab. How's it going? I'm doing great. You? Good, good. I hear you're a little grumpy this morning. I was, but not anymore. Not since you're here. Oh, that's too kind of you. I wanted to talk to you about uh, how do you communicate, maybe communicate is not the right word, but communicate the value of what you sell. I just find, I know for myself, but I I mean, I've been working with salespeople for a long time now, and it kind of, you kind of come in with the right intentions of trying to sell the value, um, but sooner or later it it goes to pricing, and obviously prices is, is... important you know like how much a client's investing into something but how do you um yeah how do you communicate value because you had a great example last time that we spoke i don't know if we can talk about it because it's very specific to a a potential client that we're working on but um it's just something that was very in my mind you know like they sell kind of secondhand products let's put it that way secondhand products and I was like kind of kidding you saying, well how do you sell the value of something that's inherently going to be cheaper than the like um, a new product, not you know what I mean, and and you completely cheaper value, okay, yeah, like yeah. cheaper, like yeah. you know, because that's kind of what it is. I, right? re- I remember you, we were talking about, yeah, I know exactly. You buy something yeah. secondhand yeah. in part is because yeah. it's cheaper. So I was like, well, how do you sell the value of something that's inherently the value added is that it's cheaper? And you completely blew my mind, and that's how I wanted <laughs> to talk about it. <laughs> okay, well, I think we can. This is um, I don't mind talking about this. We won't mention the company, but I'm, I don't mind talking about the product because. Okay. It's only to their benefit, right? True. Um, so this is uh, a company that free does, training. We'll send it to them. Yeah, <laughs> this is a company that does um, packaging. Packaging. So um, these guys do packaging. They specifically do uh, box packaging. Right. And they sell uh, used boxes. Okay. And the trick there is it's not a trick. It's a reality. Is that what they do is they really try to find the right product for the client. So right. you know whether it's sizing, whatnot. And you were asking, you're saying, well, it's just these, you know, secondhand boxes, you know, what's great about a secondhand box other than the fact that it's cheaper. And what I said to you is it's not about the boxes. It's not even about the price of the boxes. It's about what's going into the boxes. Mm -hmm. And if what's going into the boxes has a lot of value and the secondhand box that you're selling to them is a very good box that's super solid that hasn't seen any wear or tear. Yep then the value is huge and that's yeah. what it's all about it's that you're getting this great product it's green because it's it's getting a second life right because yeah. that box did something it's else green. in its first life yeah. and it's doing something second in its second life so that's in that case how you sell value but if we were to if you were to put this in any context what i say to any seller selling anything is that ask your client the questions and find out what it is that they're looking for and what value it brings to them. That's really the key, the key to the success of your product or your service. Right. So for example, uh, let's say I'm selling software. Let's say I'm selling HubSpot to the client. Or I believe a client needs HubSpot, right? Yeah. Uh, and, you know, for Canadian, especially US dollar, everything, like it's, it's a relatively substantial investment. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of saying like, well, you'll be able to like integrate all your marketing efforts and this and this and that, I should yeah. say like, well... How do you feel about your marketing efforts right now? And then assuming they say, like, well, it's kind of all over the place. It's hard to measure or determine the success of what we have. Uh, and then kind of like, well, how much does marketing contribute to your bottom success, line yeah. and stuff like that? I mean, obviously, I'm accelerating everything yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. And so basically trying to say, like, well, then would it be worth spending $800 US a month to, to achieve like $4 million revenue or something like that. Exactly. It's all about, marketing. you know, anything, anything that s- some values are inherent and automatic and right. we don't mention them. 
you know, when you go to the store and buy food, everyone knows you need to eat. And, and, and so you're not selling the, you're not upselling the value of the packet chips you're buying. You know, people know what they want. I, that's the way right. I see it anyways. Yeah. You know, you're not selling value. No, but you could say like organic yeah. versus non and stuff like that. So there's... Yeah, because some... usually when someone says expensive or inexpensive, it's the value that they're putting, attributing to it in their heads, right? Yeah. So if I say to you, hey, that's a really nice shirt, and you say, Thank wow, you. yeah, it was a great deal, and I... I, you know, I, it was a great deal. I spent 200 bucks on it. In my mind, we go, wow, that's way too much for a shirt, right? Yeah. But if that shirt makes you feel good and, and makes you work well and, and it's super good and you can run in it and you can sleep in it and you can swim in it and it You know my a, lifestyle it works, inside out is insane. It works, <laughs> it works as a winter coat and it works as it cools <laughs> you down in the summer. You know, then that shirt has amazing value. You know what? 200 bucks is awesome. It's not that bad. Yeah. yeah it's pretty good. So it's all, it's all the value. And, and listen... Clothing is not a good example because they're luxury items and people wear them for strange, <laughs> strange yeah. reasons. But you know, when something's really practical or you're selling a B two B tool, often you're attaching. Often you should be, and if you don't, you're 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 losing out an opportunity. You should be attaching the value that it's going to bring to your client, and the way you find that out is by asking the questions to find out what it is that they're going to be using. Can I just add something to that though? Because you kind of said like a few things. You know, like because we're Monday kind of, mornings really early, so yeah, <laughs> drink your water. Um, you kind of alluded to a few things in the B two B space, like kind of people buy clothing for weird reasons and, and stuff like that. And I think you know, if we look at the marketing side of that question, like yep. how do you sell the value? I think, and even in the B two B space, I think you can position yourself by the value you add, like the brand. You know, your brand's product. Let's say. You know, like let's say a Tesla, right? They put a lot of effort into what that brand represents, mm -hmm. right? Yep. And so, you know, you're not really, if you're going to a dealership, I mean, you're not really comparing like a, a Nissan Leaf to a Tesla, right? Like this is what you want. That's the brand that they put in. And I think you could do the same thing in the B2B space by, you know, obviously the mediums are slightly, little, maybe a little different, but you're still adding the value. You, you're showcasing that, you know what, like if you, you're a sales consultant, I'm giving away so much free information about how to be, become a sale, better salesperson, better sales leader and this and that. Imagine how great it would be if we actually if work together yeah. on one on one. Right. And so I think you as a salesperson, you need to learn how to sell that value by asking the right question. But I think as a marketing organization, you need to put in a lot of effort to build that brand so that it helps the salesperson ask those questions and it helps get a yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Marketing has to support that. You know, the sales guy's there. He's on, he's on the floor. He's speaking to the person or he's having that conversation. The marketing is everything you put around it to build that aura. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're right. Uh, Tesla's done such an amazing job at marketing who they are that the people that walk into the dealership are, you know, they're like three quarters down the buyer's journey. Yeah. So in that case, marketing's done an amazing job. In other cases, marketing, as you know, does a terrible job. And that's why you have a job to go help people do a better job with their marketing. Yeah, you know, and that's the challenge. People, the idea of marketing for some people is putting their product on a piece of paper and saying that it's, you know, half price, right? Yeah, and then they're trying to send the value, sell the value on the back end, which obviously makes, there's a disconnect there. But yeah. even if we don't talk about the disconnect, even if they understand that, you know, you can't sell value and, and discount at the same time, um, I think it's just, that's a big lack. I think in the B2B space, especially like we talk about, like we see like the Teslas and the Apples of this world, mm -hmm. which are like very premium products in their niche. Uh, and we just kind of assume, well, it's a great product, so that's why it's worth more. But if you look at it, 
And the media, well, I don't know about Tesla's media spend, but I mean, Apple's media spend is massive, right? Like the amount of advertising and marketing yeah. that they actually put into their products is massive. And I think as a B2B marketer or business owner, you know, depending on the size of the organization, we forget that, you know, we have our iPhones and we have our, our Mac, you know, our Mac mm-hmm. computers and stuff like that. But, and we just assume, well, it's a great product. That's why it's worth so much. But no, it's, it's actually all the marketing that's gone involved. Gone there's a lot it. of marketing. And there's aesthetics too. But I think aesthetics is also marketing. Right. I mean, in their looks, case, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It make, makes a big difference. So that's interesting. But, you know, in the case of a service, yeah. in the case of something that's much more tailored to sell value mm-hmm. or to bring value, you need to understand what it is you're doing for your client. Yeah. So, and the only way to understand that is to ask the questions, is to really dig deep and find out, okay, you need this, I can help you with that, and I'm going to attach you, I'm going to attach my product or my service to you achieving that, you know, key performance indicator or that objective. Right, and because you're right, even like with the, you can have the best brand in the world if at the end of the day you're not able to sell the value, you know, like your your potential client, customer can be maybe, you know, 25% down the you know down their their purchasing process or yep. or or fifty percent or whatever if you're the end you can't sell the value they're still going to negotiate you on price yep. and then we had a great episode on negotiating which obviously negotiation is usually part of the the deal but I think you know at the end of the day you still need you're you're completely right you're like what what are you trying to do and what I've been struggling with and I know like a lot of salespeople that I've seen struggle with is that. I like that you consider yourself a salesperson now. Good I'm job, getting man. there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, I, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of how do I, you, you kind of know what your product does, like on a technical level or your, your mm-hmm. service does on a technical level. Like I've explained a few times, like I'm very comfortable with what I offer, um, but I've always had a challenge like, well, how do you really sell the value of it? And that's it. It's by asking the questions like about around marketing. What, what does marketing mm-hmm. do? Well, maybe not too much right now. Well, why do you want to get, why do you want it to do more? Well, you know, we're investing in our sales mm-hmm. team and this and that, but I still feel there's like something missing. Well, you know, how much more do you want to try to get yeah. and so on and so forth. And you kind of end up selling the value of what you do by the questions that you ask, yeah. right? Because if you're asking questions, I mean, assuming that you're asking decent questions, um, you know, and you go nowhere and you're like, well, we don't care about marketing, you know, our salespeople are crushing it, like our, our quotas are above and beyond. I mean, you know, I might be able to sell that client out of pure luck just because you referred them to me and, you know, they like you, so whatever, but I, I, it's going to be hard for me to sell the value of it if they don't understand what they're getting or for if sure. they don't believe in what they're yeah, getting. Yeah, absolutely. No, listen, I don't think everyone attaches a certain value to what they're buying, right? No yeah. matter what it is. So whether you're walking into the grocery store or buying... Uh, a cheap food item or a really nice food item, you're you're attributing a value to what you buy. Yeah, it's interesting because in some of the evaluations that we do, we ask someone if they think a thousand dollars is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, a thousand dollars is a huge amount of money if you're buying um, a glass of water <laughs> or a bottle of water. Yeah, and a thousand dollars is no money if you're buying a house. So attributing value is equating. Uh, equating what it means or what it wor- what it's what it's worth to you, right? Yeah. So when you're just putting your price out there as being the forefront of what you sell, hey, I'm you know going to sell this really cheap. Well, you're you're placing yourself as a commodity. Mm-hmm. And it, when someone negotiates with you, and a lot of people are really good at negotiating, even if they see value, some people are like that. 
I really want this product, but I'm still going to negotiate because yeah. that's what I do and I like to negotiate. Yeah. Well, then they're trying to commoditize you to a certain extent. Yeah. So then you need to say, well, this is a value I bring. This is why I'm here. And you need to be able to, you know, a little bit of negotiation, walk away if they're yeah. not willing to see that. Yeah. And that's why you need to have a lot of stuff in your funnel. Right. So it all boils down to the same thing. If you sell value, you've got a lot of things in your funnel, you'll be in a much better position to really stand behind that value. But you yeah. need to ask the right questions to get to the value. You need to understand what it is you'll bring to people. And so do you find that people aren't, aren't asking the right questions because they don't know they should be and that's how they sell value? Or is it for other reasons or is it a bit... Well, yes above? to what you said and then yeah. they don't know. And secondly, they, they, sometimes you're so much, you're so stuck in your universe. Yeah. You're so stuck at what it is that you do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I make this widget, you know, it costs me $10 to make the widget. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to do cost plus. Yeah. So I'm going to price it at $10 plus 10%. So I'm going to charge a dollar, uh, I'm going to charge $11 for my product. Yeah. And then just go out there rather than saying, well, you know, this product that you're selling for $11, you know, you, you do market research and you know, no one's willing to pay more than $2 for it because it brings no value to them. Well, you, then your product's useless yeah. or you're undercharging because that product brings a hundred dollars of value to most people. Well, yeah. then you're not charging enough either. I, th I think, personally, if you can, the pricing should not be based on what you paid. It should be based on what you do for the people you're bringing it to. As long as you're getting profit, right? Yeah, profit, yeah. of course, and, and value. So yeah. if we come back to that, that, packaging, uh, that packaging company, yeah. you know, when they sell those pre-owned carpet boxes or those pre-used carpet boxes that are in perfect, uh, perfect condition, and they're selling, let's say, to a green company, well, that company that's answering the phone, wow, reused you know a used uh, a used carbon box suddenly has even more value right i'm saving the environment i'm not i'm not right. you know, killing another tree one it's in really good condition and it it's carrying these really nice products that i make that are also made of recyclable products hey this is great for my marketing right so the salesperson who understands that will bring that forward right Yeah. Because that carpet box was well-maintained, put here, it does what it needs to do. Or you might need really cheap packaging and, you know, and I need that secondhand, you know, ratty carpet, uh, yeah. uh, cardboard box because I'm putting, uh, you know, whatever, things that I need to throw away and bring to, you know, to the recycling bin. Well, yeah. then it doesn't matter if, if it's, you know, not super nice looking and whatnot. So you're just understanding. So this client needs to understand the value of what it is they're bringing to their, their clients. And I like, I really like the example you just gave because about the green, you know, if I'm a company that's sure, green yeah. and I want, but because what but I like about it. questions, right? Because yeah. I ask you the question, oh, green's good to you. Well, boom, you need to know as a supplier, yeah. you need to know what things might interest your people. But what I like about that example is that, you know, like when you talk about value or when I talk about value, I always kind of associate uh you know the the financial you know if you put in like a dollar in marketing how many dollars of you know yeah, business yeah, yeah. you're gonna get which is very you know like obviously it's, it could get emotional yeah, yeah. if if it's your own business and and obviously but what i liked about the green aspect is that value doesn't necessarily have to be about the dollars and cents no. right because if if my positioning if my belief as a company is that we need to go green and we need to do more for the environment And, you know, you, I'm talking to you and I'm talking to a salesperson at a new that makes new cardboard boxes. Well, the value you're communicating to me, even if at the end of the day I'm paying the same for a recycled uh, reused box versus a new box, like 
the reuse box is so much more worth it for me because I can then go in and say in my marketing and, and whatnot or when I'm speaking to my own customers. This thing's well, already paid for its carbon neutrality, right? Exactly. It's, it's already out there. Exactly. You know, you're not, you know. And so, so I guess, you know, like if, if we wanted to leave like a, you know, a salesperson that's listening to this or a consultant or business mm-hmm. owner, it would be practice. At, it, it always goes back to asking the right questions. Yeah. What a it really does. Say, what, what, what a great, great name for a podcast. <laughs> but there too, and, and if I could go a little further there and, yeah. and the asking the right questions is that if you find out what most of your clients need from your product, so mm-hmm. this this cardboard packaging company, mm-hmm. you know, you sit down and you ask, you, you sort of find out the pain points or the problems that they mostly solve. Like 90% of their clients will have the same 20 pain points. So it's to ask the questions to get there, yeah. to understand it for the pain points. Mm-hmm. You know, then there's getting to much more deeper reasons of why we buy and why we're doing things, and that's understanding your client, and that's building credibility, right? Right. That's really understanding client. But ultimately, when we're talking about the technical aspect of your product and what it brings forth and where the value will be from a technical standpoint, it's really to understand what those pain points are. So, you know, selling cardboard boxes, selling software, selling... Uh, whatever it is you might sell, selling cars, uh, selling widgets, it's to understand what the value it is, what, what is the value that you bring to your clients. Right. So. And on the marketing side, invest on the, the brand side of things. It goes back to what I've been talking about yeah. also in the past few episodes. Is like, you know, like I wouldn't... That'll be your second stage if you work with the cardboard box people. Right. <laughs> help them build that market. No, but I mean, it's, it's true in that like, because a lot of people when they think about lead generation, they're like, okay, well, I'm going to ride in the AdWords campaign for somebody looking for like, you know, secondhand boxes and I'm going to be there. And, you know, there's value in, in being in the right places. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, like you're, you're kind of commoditizing your product because I yeah. could have someone else come in and bid yeah. against the same exact keywords and then it becomes like a pricing yeah. thing unless your salesperson yeah. can kind of flip it around. Um, so to me, it would be more like, well, no, let's talk about the green. Let's talk about the impact in the environment. Let's yeah. talk about, you know. And you know, un- ultimately, unfortunately, in that world, all the competitors will be doing it eventually, right? Because whether you're selling, you, you, whether you're selling anything, your competitors eventually catch up to what you're doing. But will they do it as well as you do, right? Right. And that's there's a lot of computer companies out there that build a product that's just as good as Apple. Yeah. But their marketing, you know, is stronger and reaches certain people, and and other people, well, for other reasons, will buy other products. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, marketing doesn't mean convincing everybody, right? It's also no, about correct. convincing your audience, you know, yeah. your core audience. Are we which, not topping now? No, I don't know. Still value, right? It's still I mean, value. if you're talking to your, if you're, because yeah. if you're trying to convince somebody who's not part, who doesn't believe in, in let's say, uh, green and recycling and stuff like that, yeah. and you're trying to sell the value <laughs> of the green, yeah. it's not going to work. Uh, just because it's not part of your audience. So then as a salesperson, you can try to like see what other pain points they have. Yeah. Uh, but in your marketing, you have to still stay core to what your audience yep. is, right? And um, so, yeah. And I think at the end of the day, you were saying every competitor, like if I make new cardboard boxes and I see like, oh, like recycled cardboard boxes are, are picking up, like I can I could do that as yeah. well. I think where you stand out as a marketing organization is is your brand, right? Because yeah. like nobody can out Apple Apple in terms of a brand, right? I mean, it's just who they are, right? Like they can spend way more money on advertising if they had the budget um, and this Apple would still be Apple. Uh, so I think the branding is, is it's kind of what makes you unique. It's what sells the value on the marketing side of things is your brand, like your your funnels and your like click to call, call a salesperson or contact us and stuff like that are, are not useless. Obviously they're important, but they're not what differentiate you. Yeah. 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 
Very good. All right. Hey, thanks, Fab. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, everybody. See you later. See you soon. Hey, thank you so much for listening to Fab and I today on the podcast. If you're enjoying our sales and marketing podcast, please review us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen to this show. It would really mean a lot. Thanks again. See you soon.